Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning. Would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for a great day. Another day to serve you. Another day to be a difference maker. Another day to love you so deeply that we will share your love with others. Use us this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm still talking about love today. And so I'm referred to this message title as Compassion Reflects Love. Compassion is a byproduct of love. If you love something, you are normally compassionate about it. Our life example of God and Jesus Christ and their incredible love and compassion for mankind should be huge because we love him so much. You know, we have passions for many other things in life. You know, we have passions for for sports, for fishing. I was with a guy recently that just loved to fish. So we took him took him out fishing, and and uh, I didn't fish because I I don't have a passion for fishing. I just uh, I have a pa- I don't mind watching it. So we took him out to a place where he caught four trout in about twenty minutes, about oh sixteen to twenty inches each, and he was pretty happy about that. And but he had such a compassion. I'd heard that from somebody that he had a real compassion for fishing and real desire, a passion, I should say, not compassion, but a passion. Well, Jesus was always showing compassion as he was with his father. Psalm 116, 5 says, the Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. See, compassion is a response in God's love in us. When we accept God's love, we become more compassionate people because we start seeing people with a different perspective. We see them as a child of God who was created in their own unique way, which helps us put up with things that we not may not like about them. Believe me, everyone doesn't like everything about any of us. We all have flaws. And if you're around us long enough, you will see them. Believe me, if you're around Tom Doherty very much, you will see my flaws and you can recognize them in a hurry. But don't hold a grudge against my flaws. Just help me with them so I can get better. Help me to recognize them. But as children of God, we want to be full of love. And we want to be able to put up with people that we don't necessarily agree with because we've got to show them the love of Jesus. Many of those people need Jesus. And if we are judging all the time, not agreeing with them, what are we doing to help out the cause? A good question to ponder from time to time is this. Do we understand the word sacrifice? I think probably most people do. Some of you sacrifice your time to help your neighbor. A bunch of people sacrificed their time recently as we do a road cleanup on Victory Road. Uh, The church has a cleanup, and they come down, and they they sacrifice their time to pick up trash. I think that's really great. And some of them bring their children to teach them the same aspects. But being compassionate many times means sacrificing something to help someone else. Joe Girardi, the former coach of the New York Yankees, one of the, won the World Series a while way back here, a few years ago. And on the way home from the celebration, in fact, that's probably 10, 12 years ago, and and 2.30 in the morning, they were driving home, and he noticed a lady on the other side of the freeway had crashed, and they stopped their car, and he ran across the freeway to assist her. And he stayed with her until the emergency vehicle, vehicle had arrived. I'm sure he was tired and wore out because of the major celebration, but he took time to stop because he saw someone need. A famous person, a famous coach who just won 
the World Series, on his way home in the early morning, took time to stop and to help someone in need. See, many times compassion is about taking time. Some of us don't want to give of our time. Jesus took time to heal people and to give them words of encouragement. I'm so proud we have a number of ladies in the church that go down uh, every other week and help at the women's shelter uh, make breakfast for them. Very compassionate people who go the extra mile to touch someone's life. Jesus took time to heal people and to encourage them. I want to do that. And I hopefully you want to do that too. You know, true love means action. It means we take action. We can say we love somebody, but I, the question is, how do we show it or do we show it? Is it just word talk? Is it just mouth talk? What is it? You know, in fact, I'm, I'm looking for right now in First, First John chapter 3, verse 16, verse 18. Here it comes. says this. Oh, one more page. says this. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for others, brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possession and sees brothers or sisters in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Did you hear that, folks? Let me just read that again. Let that saturate your mind and heart. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with action and in truth. He tells us to take action for others. If others are hurting, do something about it. I have a number of people in my church respond that way. It's so wonderful to see. One of the great examples of our time is Mother Teresa, who hurts so much for the poor and the sick. You know, and and when I was doing a, a message years ago, I was talking about Mother Teresa, I showed a couple clips about her uh, on video clips and where she was rescuing people, where she cared so deeply for people, she would sacrifice her time. Folks, it is time for you and I to run to the rescue, to be the rescuer. Remember that old song, rescue the perishing, care for the dying? We need to rescue the perishing. Rescue those that need help. Show them the love of God. Pray and ask God to give you incredible compassion for people and to direct you in the way you should go. Being compassionate takes time, energy, and resources. That exact is exactly why so many do not show compassion, because they are too busy watching over their own lives. They don't want to use their energy for someone else, but they're not to bet about to let loose of their own resources. I've been pretty overwhelmed by my congregation that I pastored for so long because you hear of a need and many of the people responded. Many of our church responded to needs. During every Thanksgiving season, they gave a need-based program. They just went beyond that. Every Christmas, they went beyond that. In different times, different ministries, they went well beyond because people 
or hurting. I'm so grateful to have a church. I think that's why God has blessed Cloverdale over the years is because it's been such a giving church, such a mission-oriented church, and I'm very thankful for that. When I think of coming to the rescue and how compassionate people are, I think of a story of Jerry Vargo's sermon about a fifth-grade class at Lake Elementary School in Ocean, Oceanside, California, that had 14 boys that had no hair. Only one, however, had no choice in the matter. Ian O'Gorman was undergoing chemotherapy for lymphoma, and all his hair was falling out. So he had to shave his head. But then his 13 classmates shaved their head too, so Ian would not fill out a place. Ten-year-old Kyle Hanslick started it all. He talked to some other boys, and before long, they all trekked to the barbershop. The last thing he would want to, to do is... Not to fit in, Kyle said. We just wanted to make him feel better. Ian's father, Sean, choked back tears as he talked about what the boys had done. He said simply, it's hard to put a word into it. But Galatians chapter 6, verse 2 says this, Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. I hope you have a desire to fulfill those things that make a difference in others' lives. You know, we must have an inward drive to love those in need. Replace uh, replace those things in your life with love that is taking over. Sometimes things take over and when love is set back, add love, love to your, to your daily life. Isaiah 30 says, yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for him. When we wait on the Lord, he will push us to reach out. He is interested in us having an active faith, not just a faith that sounds good. You know, like Mother Teresa, she just took action. I have a friend of mine spent two weeks with Mother Teresa and spoke he said she couldn't say enough about her. She, it's, it's amazing watching her. She had such huge compassion for the hurting and the diseased. She cared so deeply for them. She would pray for them and cry with them. She was just, she was the real deal. When you hear about Mother Teresa, she was the real deal. What do you expect to achieve in a lifetime? You know, how would we respond to such a question if we were asked, how are we going to respond to people? You know, and some people say, well, I just want to take care of my, myself and my family. That's what, that's, I have nothing left in my tank. If that is your answer, then I pray would you'd go to the Lord to refuel your tank for him. Someone must help the poor and downcast. Who would that be? Who might that be? What causes our emotion to respond to needs? Is it the love in us that flows out and delivers compassion? I believe when we are full of the Holy Spirit of God, we cannot help to be compassionate towards others. We all need to know this. There is always hope. In Psalm 71, 20, it says, Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. David is saying, Though I've gone through all these things, Lord, you will restore me. People of God, God gives us eternal hope when our minds and hearts are set on Him. I want to close today, and I want you to understand the importance of listening and reflecting on God. Are you giving Him your all? Are you listening to Him? Are you responding to Him? 
Are you being compassionate? God loves you and he wants to use our love to help others. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.